Hi there, this is Rafat Ali, CEO and founder of Skift. In my role as the chief dot connector at Skift, this has, has been my role pretty much throughout my life as a journalist, I figured I'll connect the dots across all the developments that have happened in the last week and potential short-term and long-term implications for the travel industry of the war going on in Russia and in Ukraine region, um, Russia's invasion of, of Ukraine. Um, it is coming as the travel industry is coming out of the pandemic, so it's a bit of a case of, uh, you know, from the fire and onto the frying pan, um, or from the frying pan into the fire in this case, probably. Uh, and so um, the, the short-term implications are playing out in front of us. The airspace is closed. Tourism outflows have obviously stopped. The bigger effect is obviously chilling effect in general, just when the travel industry is coming back or, or, or coming out of the pandemic, by all indications, in for a big recovery in 2022. A lot of, in many cases, domestic tourism in many countries, including U.S., is back to 2019, if not exceeding. Companies like Airbnb and others are, 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 are showing record um, revenue numbers and profits in the past earnings season. So just when the industry is coming back, Asia is just beginning to open up finally after being shut uh, for most part for international travel for the last two years. And so this is coming just as the industry is coming out. The bookings for summer have been looking very good all across the ecosystem. So in general, this will have a chilling effect. Consumer confidence, as we've seen in travel, is very much dependent on what's happening geopolitically pandemic has proven that that uh, you know travel is a geopolitical center of the world and it's used as such by all the players politicians leaders local authorities to um, manipulate as they as they see fit based on the needs um, of what they have and certainly this is the case with this conflict that for now is contained in a region but obviously has worldwide implications. So the big chilling effect we'll probably see um, for the short term depends on how that plays out until summer, because summer obviously is the big hope for the travel industry. Uh, we're already seeing some cancellations um, uh, for for tour operator companies uh, for the summer, but it's still too early to tell. So let's run through some of the sectors, tourism, airlines, hotels, tour companies, cruises, um, and uh, see what the implications are. I'm going to put all of this, all the reporting and all the news that's out there in uh, in in this one um, podcast. And so the biggest effect is, immediate effect is in the airline sector, obviously. Um, the, the, just over the last, uh, over this weekend, a lot of the airspace uh, in Europe and around the world is being closed to Russian flights, Russian companies, Um Russia has done vice versa, but that obviously that has a, has has also had an effect on ability of airlines to be able to cross over from Europe to Asia using the Russian airspace. Um, uh, the uh, the amount of time that these flights take are just going to be longer. Um, there are companies like Finnair that came out uh, actually this morning saying that sixty percent of the business is 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 uh, is gone overnight uh, because a lot of their role, which is connecting. Europe, North America, and Europe over to Asia, 
uh, via these uh, routes over 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 Russia are, are effectively shut, and so they don't see a way uh, to route around that, uh, and will just take the the financial hit. Um, IAG, which owns British Airways and uh, other European airlines, uh, has come out with some version of that warning as well. Um, U.S. airlines have less exposure in general today, but um, but let's see if that expands. Um, and American Airlines, that does a direct flight from uh, JFK to Delhi, cannot fly over Russian airspace, so has to um, the the flights are longer, particularly on on the return from Delhi to JFK. I I took that flight um, a couple of months ago, and uh, and and had to take that longer route. Um, so airlines will have the most direct impact immediately, uh, are having already. In terms of um, tourism, Russia is a big outbound market. It's the world's seventh largest market, $40 billion in spent. Uh, Bernstein came out with a, with a note this morning outlining some of the effects on the tourism side. Um, obviously, the, the Central Asian, Eastern European countries that border um, Russia will have the most effect immediately. Belarus, uh, poten- some of those allies, uh, unlikely to have, uh, but Belarus, Azerbaijan, Armenia, Kazakhstan—they're big um, Russian outbound travel spend. Uh, but the ones that um, that are big dependencies are um, China, Thailand, Turkey, Spain will will probably obviously be affected in in a, in a big way. Um, Turkey is another one. Egypt is another one. India, uh, Goa, in many ways, uh, has a big uh, Russian contingent. Always, I know that, um, and so all of that potentially will be um, affected. Russia itself has a big domestic tourism market. In fact, um, according to the Skift Recovery Index, now we call it the Skift Travel Health Index, um, that's put out by our Skift Research team. If you go to research.skift.com, you'll see it. Russia was one of the first markets to come back domestically as the pandemic from after the pandemic early days and has has kept up pretty well um, in these times so um, will that um, all the turmoil particularly over ruble and their currency and all the finances in the country itself will have a chilling effect there Uh, obviously tourism to Ukraine is uh, zero at this point Uh, will continue to be unfortunately for a while um, outbound tourism from Ukraine also uh, will unfortunately be be um, gone for a while. Who knows how long? Um, so, from a tourism perspective, that seems to be the effect. Some of the um, North American exposure will probably be less, just because Russian uh, there's high spending Russian tourists, the the oligarch kinds. Um, they probably already fled the country, so they'll spend wherever they want to spend. So that's from a tourism perspective. From a hotel perspective, um, it seems like Accor has the most exposure as being the European heavyweight um, uh, in the region. So they uh, have about 56 hotels in um, Russia. They have six hotels in Ukraine. In general, across Eastern Europe, they have 214 hotels. So they seem to be the most affected um, Still a much smaller part, Sebastian Bazin, the CEO of Accor, said in the earnings call last week that it's about 1% of their network, but it's still going to have an effect um, and could potentially expand. 
uh, Marriott has about 20, uh, Radisson has about 31 hotels in Russia. Um, they have about five hotels in Ukraine. Marriott has about 28 hotels um, in Russia. So those will, will be affected um, immediately. The one thing we're seeing on the hospitality side is the hotel companies rallying. Uh, we just did a story uh, earlier today about hotel and um, hostels are uh, creating an open directory of beds in the neighboring countries um, to assist all the refugees that are coming out of Ukraine. Um, Airbnb today announced this morning uh, a big, I think, 100,000 rooms is what they're um, saying they will open up for free to anybody coming, all, all the refugees coming out of Ukraine. So that's very good to see. So from a hotel perspective, that's what um, that's what seems to be the effect so far. Um, on the tour operator side, um, Russia from an from an inbound um, tourism perspective is not a huge market. It's <coughs> according to Euromonitor is um, about. 40 billion so um, and um, uh, and it, it looks like many of the tour operators have uh, have, uh, have have stopped their tours Globus announced uh, a bunch of closures Rick Steves announced a closure of his tour to Russia obviously Ukraine is off the map for now so um, we feel like that will um, continue to happen and then on the cruise line side, many of the cruises have, um, Norwegian cruise lines have canceled uh, their calls at St. Petersburg in Russia for the rest of the year. Um, so we'll continue to see, obviously, the, um, the, uh, the cruise lines avoid that region, Eastern Europe particularly, you know, overall. And so, <clears throat> so that will happen on the I saw this stat, which, which I thought was quite interesting. We did a story um, when we did a story last year um, uh, on Russia's recovery. About nineteen to twenty percent of uh, overall airport lounge um, um, patrons are Russian patrons, according to Collinson, a number that they gave us, and uh, which I thought was very interesting. So certainly that will. Uh, this will affect airport lounges as well. Um, the last thing I'll say is that we did a story over the weekend on um, the world's largest tour operator, TUI, that uh, the headline was the world's largest tour operator, TUI, has a Russian oligarch problem. So that's um, the oligarch Alexei Mordashov, um, who is a, uh, a pro-Putin uh, oligarch, um, is... Um, he holds 34% of, of TUI Group's voting power and is also on the supervisory board. And so um, it looks like EU now is discussing sanctions against uh, him. And uh, obviously that, that's a problem for the company. The, the TUI Group CEO um, posted a letter to the, the send, he sent a letter this morning to the employees posted on LinkedIn, and he says even if uh, Mordashov gets sanctioned, the, conti- uh, con- the company assumes it will not have a lasting ne- negative consequences as a company. Um, so uh, they, they do have to respond. Um, I would assume that any other travel company that has Russian investment, even uh, you know, if there's their large companies or startups in the space, and you know, there was a time 10 years ago when a bunch of Russian investors were, were investing in a bunch of startups, they will get questions 
um, on it. And um, so we'll, we'll continue to obviously watch that and cover that as gift. So all in all, general census for now, the um, effect is contained immediate in the region and uh, these immediate effects are small compared to the larger revenue um, earning powers of these co- of these larger companies. Um, obviously, if the the chilling effect is the bigger issue in general, people get turned off or get distracted or uh, are dour about the economic prospects of the world in case this conflict continues on, that's going to have a bigger effect on travel. So we'll continue to watch it. Please continue to read Skift. Go to skift.com slash news and you'll continue to see the news that we will continue to cover on a daily basis. Um, that has um, all the implications that will follow. All right, thank you.